is that restaurants utilize their social media as what people used to utilize as maybe like a billboard or a business card. That's、mm. just not enough. That's like kind of like a waste of space. Since you have the technology, since you have the medium, why aren't we using it to create other things like a sense of wants, that fear of missing out, or even to convert for you? What's up, Zach Oates here, author, entrepreneur, and customer relationship guru. Welcome to Give Innovation: Growth Strategies for Restaurants and Retailers, where we find industry leaders to share their secrets to grow your business. This podcast is sponsored by Ovation, the actionable guest feedback tool that works on or off premise and is easy, real time, and actually drives revenue. Learn more at ovationup.com. Welcome to another edition of Give and Ovation. I am joined today by Kevin Sa, and I am so excited to introduce him. He is a super connector, influencer, co-founder, and CEO of Food Fest Live, which is a lifestyle brand. With food as a centerpiece for culture and story, his energy level sleeping is hours working out. He is a trilingual. He's fluent in English, Korean, and contagious laughing. Kevin, thank you for joining us, man. Man, that okay. I need to take you around. You introduced me to everybody. That's amazing. I love it. I'll just be your hype man, Kevin. I'll be your hype man. Woo! Woo! Anyways, Kevin, you you are like. Doing so many cool things. Tell us, like, what are you doing? How do you describe what you're doing?、Uh, what I'm doing is I get to live my best life because I get to eat and put it on film. <laughs> 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 no,、uh, in all in all seriousness,、um, it, the quick the quick、uh, answer to that. I always tell people how we started. Right. So during COVID nineteen, a bunch of guys got together, saw the restaurant industry just absolutely hurting, and so. We put a bunch of money together in a bank account and decided to make free content till we run out of money, and that's how we started. And that's how we started originally. Yeah. And now with that today,、uh, we still have a strong media presence that it's growing, and we also have a full media backhouse. We do marketing. We do consulting. We also have a data science play、um, to help restaurants innovate and bring them up to the. 21st century of food, or is it 22nd century? I don't even know how these things work. <laughs> centuries, but anyways, the, the 2020s. Just to be, just to be the <laughs> yeah. So, talk to us first of all about what are restaurants doing wrong with their social media. So, the number one thing that I see is whether they're doing it on Instagram, Facebook, their own website, is that restaurants utilize their social media. As what people used to utilize as maybe like a billboard or a business card, that's、mm. just not enough. That's like kind of like a waste of space. Since you have the technology, since you have the medium, why aren't we using it to create other things like a sense of wants, that fear of missing out, or even to convert for you? If your website is well designed, if your social media is web well.、Um, Placed well, marketed well, placed in your content creation, it should actually be a conversion funnel for you. So that itself is the digital walkway you create. So how how is that possible? How do you create FOMO on social media? What's like the secret of that? Because you know you talk about the fear、yeah. of missing out, and people, you、mm-hmm. know, they they post things on social media. You're exactly right. It's like, hey, happy Veterans Day. Okay,、yeah. well. <laughs> 
thanks. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. like what, how do you, what's your formula for creating FOMO? Right. So one of, um, one of the things that people love seeing, here's like a simple thing a restaurant can do just because, just because I like talking about actionable things um, to create that sense of FOMO, you have to kind of create um, with motion, like somebody eating, somebody doing something that they could picture themselves doing. And so a while ago with Instagram, a lot of things were just stagnant pictures, which is fine. It looks good. It looks pretty. You can make it more vibrant, more pop. But another thing we can do now is just create really short video. Our phones are super advanced. So even a simple clip of someone eating and slurping up noodles or crunching down on a taco, that sound bite, that imagery goes, oh man, that just, you could just already imagine the taste of that, you know? Yeah. Love that. And so you, you don't feel like people get grossed out? <laughs> you know what? It, it has the reverse effect. Uh, if Even if you make the sound louder, and even if you slow down the eating, it actually attracts people to it even more, which is really interesting. It's an interesting phenomenon because sometimes, like, you know, I remember growing up, they're like, hey, chew with your mouth closed, right? You, they, you hear that or they'll be like, oh, man, you, you eat so loud. Like, you know, it's a disruptive thing, but on social media, it almost has a reverse effect where, you know, have you heard of ASMR? No. <laughs> where people, you got to look this up, look up ASMR eating of any kind and you'll be shocked. They crank up the sound quality. Wait, they is crank this up the, the thing volume. of like weird, like mouth noises that people do? Yes. Okay, I have seen like Cardi B, she talks about that, about how she like listens to that, listens to people's mouth sounds going mm -hmm. to sleep. And it's like, mm -hmm. wow, but people actually like listen to people eating food. Yes, it just creates this weird sensory experience on a digital level. So you could create that. I mean, not that every piece of food and content, you're going to create these weird like sensory clips, but that's just all I'm saying. There's so much you can do with what we have today just on our phone. Yeah, dude, I love that. Yeah, and, and especially, I love what you're saying, which is, you know, if you can't afford like a big film crew, you're not just mm -hmm. out of luck, you know? Yeah. F phones are super powerful tools. The video quality on phones, they will even shoot commercials with it. I mean, Apple had mm -hmm. the entire, those billboards all over the country and the tagline was shot on an iPhone, right? Yes. And, mm -hmm. and so I think, I mean, you, right now we're doing this podcast, you're on an iPhone and you're looking, <laughs> looking fly, Kevin. So, so talking to me a little bit about that digital walkway, how do you get people coming in when you're going to a restaurant? What's like the first thing that you look at in the restaurant to say, Hey, this is going well, or this needs to improve. So one of the first things is the, the actual menu itself. If there's no images to your food menu, you're really missing out on attracting others. Because just from a simple like word description, it's really hard to get the flavors in. And the flavors, you know, you'll list all the ingredients and whatnot. But if you also had a picture, just kind of helping the imagination think that's what I want to eat is what you're trying to create. So I would definitely start with the menu of curation. Now, if you don't know how to take great photos, find, this is for the SMBs, the small businesses out there, just find like a niece or nephew that does. Find someone that just loves using their phone, someone that has that sense of creativity, 
and just really creating those vibrant photos for you. Usually colors in a uh, full saturation of color definitely help and brightness. Yeah. And wh where would you recommend people go to? I know, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's a bunch of great Instagrams out there that have good pictures of food on them. Um, any, any that you would specifically recommend people follow? Yeah, actually, yes. Um, uh, this might be a little biased because I've worked with him before, but if you look up hangry blogger at hangry blogger, like hangry, like you're angry, uh -huh. um, or uh, our, ourselves, Food Fest Live. If you just go ahead and take a look, um, that they really know what they're doing. I love their team over there. I've worked with their team. Um, it's just, it's just really good placement of how to use that sense of missing out with food. They do a really good job. Love that. Okay, uh, what is going to happen with restaurants? Do you see this? Do you see restaurants dying? Are they going to be okay? I mean, you're working with a lot of restaurants, especially in the social media space. Are you seeing engagement increase, decrease? What's what's happening from your 30,000 foot uh, view of things, Kevin? Yeah, well, ever since COVID, one thing that did change is technology for every industry. And it literally, I was talking to some guys that, well, actually, I was talking to the radio talk show host of Silicon Valley Insider, and he let me know, um, I don't know what report he got this from, so I'm, hopefully he has credibility. <laughs> but either way, he, he told me, he told me that technology has sped up at least five years during COVID, just because of what, what's been going on. And that's in every industry across the board. So if that's the case, the innovation in restaurants need to also keep up with the changing of the times. And knowing that walk-in traffic is almost down to 10% in certain regions because of COVID, you have to find another way to bring your customers in. You have to wow. buy into collecting that data. You have to buy into utilizing information that you have besides just counting receipts. You have to figure out, you know, is the, are the neighbors doing well? Or how are they doing well? What are they doing different? I've worked with businesses that are up 30% during this season. How are they doing it? They're creating hype marketing. They're utilizing a marketing budget and they're actually executing on all fronts besides just social media, but just traditional marketing as well, where they go through Google ads and et cetera. Or you could actually look for partnerships through Yelp or through different technology platforms, through a POS system, through um, uh, delivery partners like Postmates and DoorDash and whatnot. These are all different innovative ways to do more branding for yourself to get that, uh, to use that marketing budget the right way. And I was gonna mention also, I talked to a couple of brands that, I, there's this one brand, it's a beverage brand, I'm not gonna say the name, but they did phenomenal. And I know that they've been doing really, really, really well for the last eight to 10 years. What's interesting about their brand is that they, they I think they, uh, they're maybe like eight to 10 locations strong, right? And they never had a marketing budget, never. Really? So that made me realize as I kept meeting more restaurateurs out there that there are so many restaurants that never allocated money towards marketing before, which is really interesting that these mid-sized healthy brands never utilize marketing. And so now this also brings a unique opportunity for them to see where, where and how fast their brand can grow. So I think that's super cool. So with that, I mean, do you, did they not have a budget for marketing, but they were still doing things like retention marketing or like they just weren't doing anything? They weren't doing anything. It was wow. just word of mouth growth. See, and here's the thing. 
I feel like that that may have been something that worked, right? But nowadays, it is an eater's market. And I've been saying this for a while. It's an eater's yeah. market out there, meaning that the cost of switching to a different restaurant, to a different you know genre of food, it has never been easier. I'm not driving a mile away. I'm driving a click away with my finger, right? And so it's so easy to switch. And so now more than ever, the product and service have to be there. But then it's about how do you get that retention, right? How do you create that experience, that relationship to get them to come back? Because at the end of the day, restaurants, eating, food, it's still an emotional thing. And that's something that I think is is really important to note. And and marketing, how would you define marketing nowadays with with restaurants? Like it's it's changing, it's shifting. CJ from Doghouse Mm -hmm. talks about markerations, right? It's not one, it's not the other, it's gotta be both, right? So I'd love Mm -hmm. to get your take, Mm -hmm. Kevin. What is marketing? What is restaurant marketing in the 21st, 22nd, 23rd century? Right. And this is what I actually love talking about this. And for us at, over here at Food Fest Live, we just like our branding when we say that it's about lifestyle and we like to tell stories around the culture of food. And so in the end of the day, marketing for me is storytelling. And if brands could tap deeper into the origin of why they're, you know, how they started, why they started, and not even that story, let's say they're, they're just, you know, a couple of business owners that took over the business. Let's say they're only one year in, six months in, and they feel like they don't have a story. This is not true. There's still the story about the culture that they brought to the organization, why they're now restaurant owners, why they decided that this was the business they wanted to be in. This is the community they wanted to impact. This is the food they wanted people to eat, taste, and you know enjoy. And so all of that is story. And with those stories, this is where you tug at the community. This is where you tug at the local heartstrings. And it's not just to do it, just to make people feel for you, but it's more of really connecting to people. And especially during this time of pandemic where you can go outside and there's like a man eating virus (laughs) and where (laughs) you just don't know what's going to happen anymore, whether it's the political climate or whether it's, you know, whether it's something else. And so more than ever, humanity needs each other. And so the stories of individuals is what's going to really take us apart. And so, or, or, or keep, or separate us from the rest. And I really feel like good storytelling is what good marketing is. now. And so much of that story has to do with data, right? And that's something I know that you're very passionate about because you can collect all the data you want. But if you don't have permission to use it, and if you don't know how to use it, you might as well not have it, right? So talk to us about how do restaurants, what do you recommend to restaurants when it comes to data? And data is something that Mm -hmm. historically has been kind of a back alley restaurant word, right? It hasn't been something that people talk (laughs) a lot about. So what do you you recommend talking to restaurants about data? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a couple of things that you can do. Um, there are some uh, companies out there. Um, there's some partnerships out there through, whether it's your POS system, whether it's your delivery system. I believe there are programs where you could access some of that data, but before you do it, make sure you get a demo of what it looks like. 
and what it's telling you. So before you buy into that, that you understand how to utilize it. There's a company that I'm part of called Data Science. I'm a little bit biased towards them only because they have the ability to aggregate data in a very simple format. So there are brands out there that can do those kinds of things where you take the data, make sure it's easy to read and actionable before you completely buy into it. Because if you can't read it, if you can't use it, what's the point of having it? We just talked about that. So. And it's super important that you have this kind of information because there is info out there where it tells you whether what geography is good for what industry, whether it tells you what best uh, menu items are going off the shelves. Those kinds of things will only empower the business and help uh, people find you basically. Yeah, I think that is awesome because whether it be marketing, expansion plans, menu items, there's so much that data can do. And it's about time that we in the restaurant community, you know, start to love that data. Um, so last piece of advice, what would you, what would you say to restaurants? Uh, what, what piece of advice would you give them to something they should try, something they should do? Uh, what would you tell them if you can talk to all restaurants in one minute? In one minute. Mm. So to the restaurant owners out there during this season, I know it feels tough, but you, but I know restaurateurs are tougher people than most. You guys are the strongest entrepreneurs I've ever met. And you guys got into a business knowing that it could absolutely fail because restaurants fail all the time. Whether it's COVID or not, whether it's pandemic or not, you guys are used to change, pivoting and taking risks. So please continue to do that and stay with the innovation, try new things and keep bringing us that delicious food. Awesome. Here are my takeaways for today. Number one, social media. It's not a billboard. Tell your story and create FOMO. Make it a conversion machine. Uh, Number two, get better with imagery, videos. Um, Make short videos of people actually eating. Let them hear you eating. Let them see the the deliciousness and the crunch and the sauce. Um, Check out Hungry Blogger and Food Fest Live for great examples. Number three, walk-in traffic is down to 10%. I don't need to tell you. You probably already know that. But what you may want to really think about is how do you make up for that? How do you get people to come back in? Uh, Kevin's given us some great examples for that. Uh, Make sure that your data is easy to read and actionable. Menu items, marketing, expansion plans, all of that should be leveraged off of data. Your gut is great for digesting. Data is great for decision-making, okay? Uh, And lastly, be open to change. Keep taking risks. That's what you've done. So Kevin, today's ovation for being such a rock star, for being, uh, putting a smile on everyone's face. Today's ovation goes to you, Kevin. How do people find you, follow you? Um, On Instagram, it's at the Kevin's Hall, S-E-O. So Kevin (laughs) S-E-O. And you can find me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Kevin, thanks so much for coming on, man. Glad you're with us today and thank you. Thank you to the risk takers, the troublemakers, the crazies who are keeping this world clothed and fed. You're the ones who deserve an ovation. Again, this podcast was sponsored by Ovation. To see how we can help you grow your business, go to ovationup.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And as always, remember to give someone in your life an ovation today.